I am very grateful for allergy medicine. Yeah. <laughs> I I used to try not to take it. I, I, I was like, well, number one, it costs money. <laughs> and number two, I, 20-year-old me was just like, oh, only weak people need allergy medicine <laughs> and everything else. And had this, I just had this twisted up view in my head where it's like, no, this this that's that's not the case, buddy. That's not the way it works. <laughs> this is not how how you got to look at this stuff and you know. And now it's like when you have the benefit of taking it at night so you go to sleep a little bit deeper and a little bit longer, you know, it's like okay, this is actually a good thing <laughs> for sure. Which so. I also think it's funny that it makes you tired cuz like it doesn't mm-hmm. make me tired but i've also been taking it since i was you know i don't know (laughs) 14 like consistently uh around you know springtime so maybe my body's just used to it because yeah i can if i forget to take it at night i'll take it in the the morning and i'm normally fine it's only the only time that i get like tired is if i take like benadryl because benadryl is up the dosage and it's Mm -hmm. it's bad (laughs) i get very sleepy but it's funny because it never happens in like oh i'm tired i want to take a nap it's always the somebody will be talking to me and i'll realize i'm not listening (laughs) and i will not be like someone i'll be looking at something and then suddenly i realize i'm not looking at it (laughs) and we just get quiet when we do that and i've seen that because we've both done that to each other we'll just sit there and be like well we don't mean to we just we're dialed out and then suddenly it's like part of the conversation is like yeah okay uh-huh uh-huh and, and i can tell because you do it exactly the same way i do and i'm like oh yep okay we dialed out of each other and back in so we, we catch each other from time to time it, it is it is what it is i don't mean to but but man the fact that you know we can breathe better see better our eyes poor poor tabby like this last weekend yeah. You know, that girl looked like she went to a beautiful, beautiful, like, you know, ganja party. Like she <laughs> so eyes, her eyes were so bloodshot. Like, I am sure she would pretty sure she was going to go to school and they'd be like, hey, Tabby, will you pee in this cup for us? You know, <laughs> and everything else. But, you know, it it is what it is. So, oh, I'm yeah, I'm I don't I don't care. I, I whether it's Benadryl. Claritin, Zizol, whatever you know, people are like oh, take local honey, and it's like, no, no, take take the pill. It's okay. You're not. Yeah, you and know. honey will help, but honey won't help in the way that you think it will. Mm-hmm. Like people think that, like, there's only so far that herbal and medicinal medicines can take you. Right. <laughs> like it's not something that's made to treat something. It's something that's made to help. So it's like the same thing where yeah you put honey in your tea you take a spoonful of honey or whatever like mm-hmm. it's gonna help but mostly with your throat why do you think it's gonna just go ah yes your nose will stop being itchy if you take some honey orally <laughs> like that's not how it works it's like you're are you gonna rub honey all in the inside of your nose right like, it's, it doesn't that's not how that works so it's just it's weird to me when people like they say that like oh you're building an immunity because it's the honey you know the pollen from all the things is in it and you know that's how that works I'm like yeah over time mm-hmm. <laughs> if i go out and i move out here and decide oh, i'll take a spoonful of honey i'm not gonna walk outside and go ah i can smell everything and i'm perfectly fine 
it's gonna take me so much longer i have to build that up and yeah we've been trying to get mm-hmm. honey from these bees so that we can be doing that exact thing but it's still gonna take you know four or five years of actually having tea you know not on a daily basis to be able to build up any level of, of an immunity to the pollen that's out here so it's just I just think that's so funny. People think that it's like it's fine to take medicine every once in a while. Mm-hmm. You just have to know what you're taking. Don't go to the pharmacist and go, "Hey, I'm having allergies. Uh, I need a screening. I need I need you to schedule me a doctor's appointment." And then go to the doctor and have them go, "Oh, you want us to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to figure out what you're all allergic to just to tell you the same thing? Take allergy medicine." Yeah, that's <laughs> what they're like, gonna do. Exactly. It's literally, you know, you think that, "Oh, I'm gonna go to the doctor and they're gonna tell me something different." It's like, no, they're not. Yeah. No, they are not. They're they are literally they're not going to do it. They're going to be like, hey, yeah, oh, you got, oh, wow, yeah. So here's this pill. Only now you're going to pay, you know, forty times as much for it. Mm-hmm. So and, you know, once again, it's a matter of we we don't always get the brand name. We'll get the you know equate value or whatever because we know it's made by the same damn people. Yeah. And if you didn't know that, you do now because you know it's Compare all ingredients. Yeah, that's it's all the you got to do. Thing. It literally says active ingredients. You know what the inactive ingredients are? Generally fillers. That's yeah. that's all it is. So it's like when you see active ingredients, look at the active ingredient and the quantity of it. And there you go. Same same dang pill, same damn purpose. So with that, good morning and welcome to the Morning Grind on the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time by two people who just don't want to cough so much in our morning podcast that the editing takes longer than the actual recording. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a few uh, uh, national, international happy days today, right? Yes. All right. Yeah. Okay. What What's our first? It is National Banana Day. Heck Yeah. So, on the third Wednesday in April, take a bite of the fruit that also makes an excellent prop for jokes on National Banana Day. The day focuses on the nutrition of the fruit as well as the way comedy has used the banana in its acts. This low-fat, low-calorie snack offers a boost of fiber, potassium, and vitamins with B6 and C leading the way. It also provides a healthy gram of protein, too. Add a banana to your morning cereal or grab one to go with your granola. They also add so much delicious flavor to baked goods. Many bakers know that when those bananas turn brown, to toss them in the freezer for baking muffins and breads later. Mm -hmm. As far as the humor goes, anyone goes a little bananas when they slip on a peel. Or is it the peel of laughter that makes them go bananas? Hold up the banana like a phone and get your comedy routine going. So to observe National Banana Day, write a little message on a banana and tuck it in your loved one's lunch. Add bananas to your lunch routine. They're inexpensive and delicious. Children and adults love them, so you just can't go wrong. And definitely try out some some recipes for banana bread or anything else that you can add bananas to. You guys love my banana bread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just love bananas, too. Yeah, so. I've gotten to the point where I can accept... Like, it's weird. Growing up is, is in, and maturing is realizing foods that you don't like for specific reasons mm-hmm. and being able to work around that. Because bananas are one of the things like that for me. I absolutely despise bananas. Like, absolutely cannot stand the way that they feel in my mouth. I despise mm-hmm. their texture. But I love the taste of bananas and so it bugs me it, it's bugged me my entire life i like I, every time that like banana flavoring like my favorite of those little two the little two stick popsicles mm-hmm. is the banana one not that it's really? you know like you know it tastes exactly like banana or anything but like yeah. that's my favorite one by far everybody else 
hates the banana one and it made me so happy because that meant that I got to have more popsicles than everybody else half the time because there would always be so many more banana ones that people would leave because they didn't want them at all and so but I'd, I'd eat them I'd eat every single one of those things and same thing when people like you know mango banana popsicles or anything like that any kind of snack that's got like even you know ev- and anybody that has kids know this that every time that there are baby foods in the house mm-hmm. like the little the little yogurt puffs or like the little little snackies that like get soft in your mouth yeah everybody tries them i did i loved the the strawberry banana ones and it made me so mad because i was like oh my god these taste so good but like i don't like bananas <laughs> and then grew up and realized no it's just the texture and now the way that i get my intake of bananas is making smoothies because i literally do not like smoothies as much if there's not some level of bana- of a banana flavor in them yeah like i can't make a homemade smoothie without putting bananas in it it's just like what's the point <laughs> like the bananas make it like the perfect texture frozen bananas make it the perfect texture regular you know not frozen straight into the blender bananas are the perfect texture like it doesn't matter what you do bananas are like the, the most perfect fruit ever for smoothies mm-hmm. and so it's like yeah i I love putting bananas in my smoothies and yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I can't like, it just, it, I think it's so funny that there was just a point in my life that I just in, didn't consume them at all because I thought I didn't like them. And mm-hmm. I still to this day do not like their texture. Every once in a while you'll see, you'll get one and you'll like, Oh, you want to bite? And I'm like, I'll see. I'll try again. I'll see if, the, if it's changed for me. And every time it's like, ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> I don't like it. Get it away from me. But I'll take, mm-hmm. I'll take a different one and freeze it, put it in a smoothie. So yeah, no, I love, I love the way the bananas taste and I love banana flavored things. And my favorite smoothie flavor is strawberry banana. <laughs> so, yeah. and as I've realized that it's not because it's not because of the strawberries, it's because I really like banana. <laughs> no. And bananas, I mean, when you understand, banana has, you know, about 100 calories, right? Okay. Okay. That, that's great. It has one gram of protein, which, you know, is kind of like, okay. Um, the carbohydrates in it are s- slow carbohydrates. Well, twenty there's 28 grams of carbohydrates. Half of those are from natural sugar, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the other, it, the rest of those, about the other, you know, 13 grams, is from slow-burning carbohydrates, so... That's that's a good thing. They do have fiber in them, and it's like when you sit there and you understand that they do have potassium, they do have B twelve, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, and it's it's cool to think about that potassium. You know, we, if we can get into the just the chemical side of this, potassium helps with the fluid levels inside your cells, right? Okay, that's, that's what potassium actually does. And what's great is their counterpart is salt. Salt helps with the fluid levels in the outsides of your cells so potassium and salt work great together but salted bananas are horrible (laughs) like there is no you know like a lot of times there's foods complement each other and you can find a way to complement it i have tried to like figure it out oh what can i do for salted bananas nope Mm -mm. no salt say the only way that i could see that a little bit of salt in in bread or something like that that makes it just a little bit of pop but just like Sprinkling because I, I, we, we are a salt sprinkling family, yes. right? You we, made me um, a salt yes. sprinkling so, person. Um, if you have McDonald's french fries and you have them with ketchup, you have a little bit of salt right on. Oh, yeah, and that we'll talk about that really quick. Is 
put the salt on the ketchup. Don't put it on the fries. It yeah. falls off the fries. You know, it doesn't fall off the ketchup. So you put it on the ketchup, swirl it around in there, and guess what? Wow, there you go. But and like, if you don't like ketchup, then perish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you, but we salt watermelon. We salt oranges. So I mean, and those those things are great. But you know what? There's no potassium in them. I know watermelon sounds so I, good, right? <laughs> I oh was thinking my gosh. about watermelon with tagine because we haven't oh, had yeah, that since see? last year. And that's absolutely amazing. But back to our potassium <laughs> side of things. Um, but there is the foods that are the richest in potassium just don't like salt with one exception. Hmm. Avocados. I can have avocados Ooh. with salt on it. That's, yeah. that's it. But banana, under no circumstance. But bananas are great. What about and like peanut butter? Salted huh? peanut butter is good with bananas. Yeah, but again, that's like the amount of salt you put into baking type situation. Fair. So, <laughs> so, but I'm I'm just talking about like in its purest form and, and tagine on bananas. I can't even think that Ugh. that Ugh. would be a good combination. <laughs> that sound so, good at all. yeah, and it's like you know, and even though I said, hey, you know, you're, you're talking about the amount of fiber and everything, and it's soluble fibers and everything. You know, one banana is literally 10% of what you need in your fiber. So, you know, there's a Freely the Banana Girl, and she was somebody I used to, was like, I had respect for her. I thought she was really beautiful. Um, and she would eat like 30 bananas a day. And I just sat there and I thought about that. I was like, you know, if a banana has 10% of your fiber, you're eating 300% of your fiber a day. And that's just Ooh. from the bananas. Ooh, and too much fiber can strip nutrients from your body. And if you see her now versus where she was 10 years ago when she started doing this, you can tell. And it's like, okay. So, you know, have bananas. Have them in moderation. Celebrate bananas. And tell us what is your favorite banana. You know, maybe you were like, are you kidding? Deep fried bananas and then you (laughs) salt the living tar out of them and blah, 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 blah. And they're amazing. But, you know, let us know. So definitely. So our next day is National Amaretto Day. Mm. So on April 19th, <laughs> National Amaretto Day recognizes a liqueur known around the world for its flavor and aroma. In Italian, the word amaretto means, quote, a little bitter, end quote, because it is made from bitter almonds or apricot kernels or both. Mm-hmm. Makers infuse it in pure alcohol or brandy, resulting in a strong almond flavor. This traditionally Italian liqueur carries a reputation for being fragrant. Taking us back to the 1525 Renaissance in Serrano, Italy, painter mm-hmm. Bernardino Luini selected a young innkeeper as his model for a fresco of the Madonna of the, of the Miracles. In gratitude for being selected, the innkeeper gave the artist a gift of her own secret blend of almond and brandy. For centuries, the family held the recipe as closely guarded as a closely guarded secret. However, the De Serrano family began producing its amaretto for a broader market in the 20th century. The liqueur began appearing for sale in advertisements in the United States in the late 1940s, and the family still bottles their recipe today. Mm -hmm. We have some in the house. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Another amaretto tale comes from the same area of Italy. However, this story tells of a young Lazzaroni couple blessed by the Cardinal of Milan Mm -hmm. in 1718. The couple honored his visit with a unique recipe of their own, producing an amaretto cookie like no other. And this one also came also... Oh my goodness. That was a typo. And this one also came in a bottle. Of course, they also closely guarded their recipe for generations. In 1851, the Lazzaroni family began selling their Amarato liqueur, and the family is still producing it today. 
Yep. So to observe. It comes in a nice little red bottle, and it is absolutely phenomenal. If I see it next to DiSorono, I grab it every time. Unfortunately, I just don't see it next to DiSorono. So, okay, sorry. So to observe National Amaretto Day, slip, sip or mix up an amaretto drink. Celebrate with an amaretto baked good. The aroma alone is quite satisfying. Mm-hmm. Amaretto also complements coffee and citrus beverages, too. Thanks to amaretto flavor syrups, you can also enjoy delicious mocktails. Experiment with recipes or share your favorites. One of the one of the things that first got me to the, the first uh, uh, amaretto I tried was Di Sorrento, and that was when I was at Chevy's. And one of the things that um, our manager would do was would challenge us once a month to come up with a new drink because we'd have a margarita of the month, and then we'd have our house drink of the month. Okay. And so one of the ones that that she was looking at was she was like, hey, I want somebody to try, you know, something with the amaretto. Extra points if you get something with the amaretto. Because, you know, for whatever reason, we kept getting bottles of amaretto <laughs> with our liquor order. And we weren't, you know, every now and then you get somebody who's like, oh, I like a Di Sorrento on the rocks. And you're like, oh, you saw that commercial too. That's literally the only reason you get it. <laughs> Because, you know, okay. So I had actually uh, come up with a uh, Amaretto Long Island iced tea. And it was very good. I mean, it was very good. But the price point to the amount of Amaretto that we needed to add to it so that you could taste the Amaretto in it. Uh um, Because Long Island iced tea, just so if anybody doesn't know, has no tea in it. It literally, it has a shot of Coke in it to give it the color of tea. Other than that, it is put it in your gas tank and you're driving type situation (laughs) level of alcohol. And, you know, but whatever combination of it works. And when you add the amaretto to it, it gives like when you have, when you use an herbal tea to make an iced tea, that kind Mm -hmm. of just feels a little bit healthier, you know, type situation. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what it did. Um, and it was really, really, really dangerously good. Um, and one of the things we used to do all the time is you make the drink for the customer, right? Okay. And then there was about a shot and a half left, you know. <laughs> and so you make a tall boy drink for someone, and then you take and you put that shot and a half into a separate cup, and you put it ice, and you put it back there. And then just every now and then you walk by, just drink, drink, drink. <laughs> We got tore back so bad. (laughs) I I remember that there was a Friday that I told my manager, I'm like, I, we were so out of it and she was not an attractive woman. And I sat there and I'm like, I'm almost there and smiled at her. (laughs) Like, I remember that because she had been wanting to for so long. And I was like, I'm almost there. And she was like, what? She like had no idea. And then I realized just what I'd said. And I'm like, oh, I mean, just like I'm almost done. Like, I'm almost ready to leave. So, you know, type situation. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. She didn't know. So um, all good. (laughs) But yeah, no, Amaretto is amazing. Uh, It's great for desserts. And yeah, cookies. It's one of the few ways I like biscotti. So I don't I don't understand the culinary appeal of biscotti. It's always so hard and crunchy. I'm not a fan of it. But biscotti has almonds in it. But so if you take that um, biscotti and you dip that in amaretto, and then you can put, you know, um, a, a mascarpone or, you know, a, a something 
whipped onto the top of it. And it's like, okay, yeah, this is good. Like a tiramisu type situation. Mm. So, you know, those, those kinds of things. But again, I'm not a dessert guy and I'm not a baker. So didn't get to go too far into that. And Chevy's doesn't exactly, you know, carry tiramisu. Um, <laughs> for those of you who aren't on the West coast, cause we didn't know it was just a West coast thing. Chevy's Mexican restaurant was a Tex-Mex restaurant. And they had, when Chevy's first opened, they had amazing Mexican food. They really did uh, Tex-Mex food. And then they got rid of about half the menu. And now I just don't even, I'm, I don't miss it. Because it's like, mm. It's not even worth it. No, no, it's really not. It, w- it used to be that you could get a pint and a pound for $4.96. People would always tell us to keep the change and give us a five. That was always ugh, so annoying. Um, but, you know, they used to have things like langostino queso. And it was, you know, poblano peppers and, and gri- uh, grilled poblano peppers and onions with queso and langostinos and they came out with those fresh the fresh tortillas out of el machino mm-hmm. and it was like and man we get that with the meat chili sauce that they used to use on the beef enchiladas and man we'd be in the back just going to town on that <laughs> stuff so it was it was just so good but they got rid of all of that they got rid of their quail fajitas which were phenomenal and it's like i know how to make them though so i'm like mm, i just make them every now and then i you know i love quail so Anyways, back to Amaretto. Yeah, let us know. What's your favorite drink with Amaretto? Seriously, yeah, get tell us. I want I want to expand that. (laughs) That that's the that's the ammo we need right now. All right. Our next day is Mm -hmm. National Garlic Day. (sighs) So each year on April nineteenth, National Garlic Day celebrates a vegetable also known as the stinking rose. The mm-hmm. fra- fragrant and potent root has been seasoning dishes for thousands of years. This stinking rose is a member of the lily family. This family also includes the flavorful onions, leeks, and shallots we use in some of our favorite dishes. Garlic originated in Asia over 7,000 years ago, so it's no surprise that cuisines worldwide incorporate it into favorite recipes. Garlic is quite versatile, as illustrated by its many medicinal purposes. The mighty bulb is considered an herbal remedy for colds and may reduce blood pressure and cholesterol. Modern science has also proven garlic's antibiotic properties. Myth and superstition reek of garlic. The most familiar ones suggest that garlic wards off vampires. The same theory seemed to work on witches, werewolves, and demons, and other such evils one might cross. Folklore also tells us garlic grew from Satan's left footprint when he left the Garden of Eden. Greek midwives used garlic to keep evil spirits away and and courage-filled Roman soldiers who consumed the bulb. Consider our dreams and garlic, too. Our dreams often have meaning, and dreaming of garlic is no different. To dream about garlic in the house suggests good luck, and if the dream includes eating garlic, perhaps in a pesto sauce, there might be hidden secrets. Over 300 varieties of garlic grow around the world to dream about as well. So to observe National Garlic Day, celebrate the day by cooking a terrific meal with garlic. Attend one of the many garlic festivals around the world. Share your favorite recipes that use garlic. Plant garlic in your garden so that you can have the freshest bulbs possible. Share photos of the delicious garlic dishes. Add some extra garlic to your pizza, pasta, or bread. And they didn't put it in here. But Mm. eat lots of garlic-related things to ward off mosquitoes. And it does work. It absolutely does. We know this for a fact. And, you know, there's there's other things that, you know, understand. And, and, you know, garlic isn't a powerhouse of any one vitamin, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It has manganese, B6, vitamin C, um, and selenium, but literally 1% or 2% of each of those, right? But garlic is good for you, and garlic does have things that 
you know, that your body can use and your body. And the great thing is it, it's 100 percent soluble. So when you take things that are supplements, it's important to understand that not all supplements, especially, um, are 100 percent soluble. Uh huh. Don't go around taking garlic supplements. I've seen those at the store. Yeah. I'm like what? Yeah. No. Just it, eat garlic. <laughs> seriously. Especially because just putting it in some foil with a little bit of oil and salt mm-hmm. and putting it in the oven for an hour. Oh my gosh! And I didn't realize that was the first time I realized that garlic was spicy. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that garlic was spicy. <laughs> I didn't have really? the slightest idea. Well, it's not like I was going around eating a bunch of fresh garlic. It's another one of those yeah. things that it was always garlic powder. Everything, everywhere, all the time was garlic powder from the store. Never homemade. Where were we going to get homemade garlic? We didn't mm-hmm. have garlic in my house. And, <laughs> so. and, you, and you know me. I look up to see if what people talk about, the health benefits of blah, 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 yeah. like, are, are, are real or not. And I was actually excited when you sat and talked about Garlic Day because I knew this. And so I had to run over and I get the National Library of Medicine's um, study because mm-hmm. there was a study. And, and they did a double blind, 12 week placebo controlled survey of people who were taking garlic during cold season okay. to get, and you know, they're colds, right? The average person with a cold experienced symptoms for five days uh, five to seven days okay and there's a placebo group and the placebo they were smart about it the placebos were garlic scented placebos so so the people who were literally taking garlic and people who weren't um and this is they did 146 people they did people in the same houses different situations so it was a good double blind study okay and found out those who took garlic you know, on a regular basis, one and a half days. That's crazy. So five to seven days down to one, one and a half days. See, I've seen people that do like, uh, when they have their little health shots and everything, mm-hmm. almost everybody always adds ginger and garlic to it mm-hmm. because garlic is legitimately good for you. And I've been like jonesing for some just, you know, good garlic on some crackers because we haven't had it in a while. Yeah. I want to make some, some garlic in the oven again. Well, when I made the pasta, I used one of the full bulbs of uh, the roasted garlic, which is why some people were loving it and went to town. So honestly, because uh, I love roasting garlic. And roasting so garlic good. is so easy. Yeah. It is so easy. Let, let, me, let me tell you. So go get a whole bulb of garlic, right? Cut off the top part so that you expose all of the bulbs. Get a piece of aluminum foil that's big enough to wrap around the whole bulb Set it in, set it inside, you know, the, that aluminum foil and then drizzle a little bit of your favorite oil. I would suggest you, you know, you could use olive oil. It doesn't matter. Um, personally, we do like avocado oil. Um, I would stay away from the low quality vegetable oils just all in general. Okay. But, and then sprinkle a little bit of salt on the top of that, wrap the whole thing up nice and tight, stick in the 350 degree oven for an hour or longer if you want, doesn't matter because all you're doing is caramelizing the sugars in it. And that's what gives it this whole beautiful taste. Um, if you've never had black garlic, that's what it is. Take a crock pot, put, you know, 30 bulbs of garlic in a crock pot and then turn it on for 30 days and you get black garlic. All the sugars have 100% caramelized in it. It is amazing. Mix that in with cream cheese and smear it on anything. Nothing wants to come close to you. No no mosquitoes are going to touch you. No coworkers are going to come close to you. <laughs> Nobody's going to want to date you. Nobody's going to correct you for parking weird. Because 
Woo! That stuff you can you'll get so you'll eat it to the point where you will smell like garlic. Like garlic is one of the few items that you can have um, that you can overeat and will actually change your body chemistry so that you will smell like the item. That's weird. Um, and well, it's a lot of the the bulb thing. So onions will do it. If somebody eats a lot, like you, you've got those Vidalia onions, I know what's coming. <laughs> I absolutely know what's coming. Um, you know, but bulbed, bulbed vegetables, they, they do that. But garlic is one of the few things to understand that we use, we eat as a food, we use as an herb, we use as a spice. We, you, we can utilize in multiple forms in the same recipe mm-hmm. and can taste completely different. depending on just one treatment level Mm -hmm. pickled garlic tastes nothing like roasted garlic roasted garlic tastes nothing like sauteed garlic neither one of them tastes like dehydrated and powdered garlic powder like it's just garlic is just absolutely amazing Mm -hmm. so you know let us know what is your favorite garlic recipe yeah you know i've actually had okay so we had a garlic festival in 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 california and it was a gilroy garlic festival i got to go once um barely remember most of it because there there was garlic alcohol so had garlic beer garlic vodka and garlic tequila um, before i tasted the garlic ice cream and had the garlic chili so you know uh you know how do you like your garlic have you been to the gilroy garlic festival is there another one in your state or town i'm sure they've got there's got to be more so just let us know until then Don't forget to hit that follow button on whatever you're listening from. Like our podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find all of that in our link tree in the description. And give our website a visit. Yep, and that would be the stupid stupid podcast on everything.com. And it is growing exponentially by the day. So we've got not only do we have our our podcast and the episodes and the things that we're talking about, but you'll you'll actually see recipes and you'll see transcripts and as well as an article that we're we're not covering and talking about here. So if you want to learn a lot more about garlic, definitely go to our website and check it out. And in the meantime, hopefully we'll see you this afternoon. And until then, peace out with your peace out. Bye.